0: What are you having to drink tonight, Chris? Uh, I think this will be a fun one. I'm gonna get a uh, arrogant bastard ale. Hmm, that, that's the name of it. You arrogant bastard! It, it, it's got a quote on it. It says, "This is this is an aggressive beer. <laughs> you probably won't like it." <laughs> oh, I like it aggressive. Oh no! So it's actually made by. Stone Brewing Company. Uh, Stone Brewing. Stone Brewing Company helped establish the ethos, ethos of the craft brewing movement in the late 1990s mm. by marketing towards those with more refined palates and actively placing themselves in an opposition to the big micro-brewers. Stone became the poster child for the pugnacious attitude of craft brewing towards its lager-fueled forebearers Within limited advertising budgets. (laughs) Of course, the beer had to back it up, and it did. A 7.2% ABV American Strong L would have been (laughs) truly revolutionary in the 1997, when most beers were more on the lager side of the spectrum. Yum. Since its inception, very few beers have influenced craft beer like Stone's, Arrogant Bastard Ale Has. An aggressive beer. (laughs) Interesting. So how is it? Is it aggressive? I like it. Yeah. Strong. Does it make you want to fight someone? No, not me. The other day we were talking about... um, We were were talking about a weird experience we had with uh, like an archaeological or... We talked about... Yeah, last time, yeah. We were talking about this... This um, weird event that we kind of had happen, where Mm -hmm. in Bradfordsville, Kentucky, Mm -hmm. which is near where we were at, there was road construction. A road construction that was going on, and apparently, the during the construction, they had uh, uncovered something. Mm -hmm. Some people said it. I've heard that it was maybe. Native, Amer- Native American artifacts or something uh-huh. like that, but anyways, it had been closed down for a period, and there was this excavation site that we found there where they were digging up the, whatever whatever it was they were looking for. Mm-hmm. So I got curious and I started trying to look up like stories about any kind of archaeological or anthropology mm-hmm. digs or finds around this area. So I actually found this this one article and it's titled Eight Eight Things Archaeologists Discovered in Kentucky that may surprise you. Dum dum. So I mean they have they have things like there's several burial mounds that, that are around here. So what um, are the burial mounds? I am not sure it's got some dates. Mm-hmm. It says uh in this one. This is in Bourbon County. Or I'm sorry, this is yeah, this is in this is in um Bourbon County, Kentucky, and it is called the Ardina Mound. Mm. It dates back to twelve hundred to fourteen hundred CE. Wait, what was that again? It dates back to what? Twelve hundred through fourteen hundred CE. Interesting, very interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and I would assume so. It was, this so I this would, would be I, I would the I dark was, ages. Is that is that when it would be? Yeah, CE CE. Yeah, it's Common Era BCE. Is before Common Era or before Christ, and then AD is so, so they're very old. <laughs> yeah, and then C. They're very ancient. C. E. is just Common Era, or they are, so, people refer to it as AD. So yeah, I, you know I don't know if this is like some kind of Native American burial grounds. It really doesn't say. Mm-hmm. It just it just gives you the date and where it's located. Interesting. And um, you know, there's some places where they found some other artifacts and things. But a reoccurring thing that kept coming up in this article were giants these giant skeletons that have been found around kentucky so just to name off a few so there's one called the franklin giant franklin kentucky i've never heard of it and Hmm. the giant is over nine feet tall and it was found in a burial mound on a farm Ooh, interesting there were copper bands around the neck And the skull fit over the top of a normal head with extra space. Mm. Very bizarre. Yeah. There were three skeletons over nine feet tall that were found in a cave near Louisville, Kentucky. Man. Nine feet tall. That's pretty tall. And then the other one I found was... the tallest uh, man in the world? I'm not sure. There was another one that was found in Holy Creek. There was a... uh, a rock ledge along the eastern central area of this Kentucky creek held the remains of an 8 foot 9 skeleton I, I think it's very bizarre that that they found so many giant skeletons yeah like to to put it in perspective the tallest man ever to have existed in our in our knowledge is a guy named Robert Wadlow and he's actually only 8 feet and 11.1 wow. inches tall. <laughs> wow. So they, they were even taller than the tallest man
1: that See, we're aware that the
0: so, so it made tallest me, so me kind of go back to... So, so going back to that... So going back to the story that made me uncover these uh, um, giant skeletons that have been found. Uh-huh. The giant skeletons made me go back to another story that you had talked about once before. And that was when you were talking about um the book of Enoch. Yeah, the uh the Gnostic gospels. Right. Yeah. And one of the things that were, was mentioned in that were these beings that were called the the Nephilim. The Nephilim. Yeah. And they were essentially like giant people. They were like giants. Yeah, they yeah. Yeah, supposedly that's what the that's what this, this Right. This is what scripture says, yeah. And and of course in the scripture it the Nephilim are the result of basically like the angels mating with humans. They were kind of, that yeah. according to the scripture that they were they were the offspring. It says of they lusted after they lusted for for human wives. Right. So in that story um it talks about how also they became very like dangerous. They started yeah. consuming everything, eating animals, mm-hmm. even eating man. Um and even starting to war with man, and at some point they were supposedly like eradicated; they were right. destroyed in the Great Deluge, right? The one that Noah survives. So, you know, this is all written out in 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 the scripture, mm-hmm. and there's never been any like hard facts or anything that's been driven behind that story. Mm-hmm. But then you see these, <laughs> you see these giant skeletons that are being unearthed. In extraordinarily unusual sizes that seem even far beyond any kind of growth defect, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's kind of like, what if there was like some truth, like some hard truth behind that? Yeah. What if the neph- Nephilim weren't just a story, but it was actually like they they were like something else that existed here at one time? Because I even think about early man, mm-hmm. and if they try to compare it and say it was a growth defect from early man. It still doesn't make any sense because evolutionists would say that early man was actually far smaller than we are now, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, I think man that's was generally believed in. Right. And over time, we've just grown bigger. Mm-hmm. And so even if even if in early man there was somebody, a man that was born in an unusual size, mm-hmm. I don't imagine it being quite a leap from, you know, what they say, average like four foot something mm-hmm. early man. Compared to like nine feet tall. That's quite a gap there. Yeah. It just doesn't fit. And it makes you wonder if it's even human at all. Right. it's something entirely different, right? Yeah. I I don't know. It's creepy. And I'm just weirded out why in particular we have all these giant mounds and (laughs) giant skeletons in (laughs) Kentucky of all places. (laughs) Uh, What are you going to tell me next? You know, Kentucky's known for knobs. Are are they really knobs or are they just like giant? Burial right. grounds for some huge creature. I don't know. So so yeah. I mean, again, the information the information we've been we've been drawing from though is 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 the Book of Enoch. Within the collection, there is there's a, a portion called the Book of the Watchers. The Watchers lust for human wives, human female wives. So they they descend to Earth, and when they mate with the females, then they have an offspring named the Nephilim. Right. And they're supposed to be these giant being, people like giant, right, right, humanoids or whatever. Right. The the reason why that text is so unique is because it was found with the Dead Sea Scrolls, which, which is, is like the, the oldest, oldest, oldest known. Te- yeah, I, it's not even Christianity. It's it's Judaism. It's the oldest known source of the Old Testament, and it's called a Gnostic Gospel because it's not actually considered canon. In the in the the modern day Bible that we read, it's it's been omitted. It's not considered part of part of the book of the the, the, the collection, right? I I just think so. It's, it's a little it's, creepy. I just think it's interesting <laughs> that you know. To me, it's like it's interesting because you know two things that we've discussed have sparked this interest in me, and I'm like, it's almost like the further I dig, the more I'm like, what, what is going on here, right? Because, oh yeah, the more you know, I mean, you know, the book, you know, the story. The Enoch, the Book of Enoch thing, was interesting in itself. But uh-huh. then, you know, talking about remembering back to this actual experience we had as kids, mm-hmm. and then through digging on that, I find there's been some very unusual digs and finds that have been found around Kentucky. Yeah, sites that you can like, I guess, can still go to some of yeah. these areas. Like some of these mounds still exist. You can go to them. Well, and it's never and it's never stated where exactly any of this happened. Everybody always kind of visualizes the Mesopotamia area, but it's it's never actually said. A lot of the landmarks and areas would be within that region, or or, or you can. But assume, we don't know how the well, Earth was well, formed then, or we don't. Right, we don't know if that was just the those were just the first people that started having. Um, Language. They were the first Language. people. They were the first people who had language in writing. There we go, yeah. So they were the first That's ones what, to start, yeah. begin recording. So maybe there were things still happening on other parts of the other continents. It was just before a time when maybe those people were right. starting to document right. what, yeah. and record That's, that type of stuff. Yeah. It was sort of passed down word of mouth. Tribal, the, you know, tribal pass downs. Right. So, I, I mean, I don't, it's just total theories, right? But it is, it's fascinating to me because it just really starts to create more questions than it does answers, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember us, too, talking about the experience we had, and we, we had trouble. I, I still, in my search, could not find anything related to Bradfordsville area. Mm-hmm. And I find that very bizarre, because we all acknowledge that something was there, Yeah, but we can't find any real details on it. There was just like a marker, you said, that said place of interest for anthropology what or something like that. What did they dig like up, that. Chris? I don't... I'm starting to wonder now. They, did find they find that they find some of those skeletons or something else. I don't know the Nephilim. Interesting. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of interesting lore, mm-hmm. a lot of interesting text that are mm-hmm. worth you know exploring and and I don't know. It's 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 weird hey, so be- because speaking of... Oh, I'm sorry. Go Oh, ahead. I was going to say the weirdest thing to me is to to me early man wouldn't be recording as a religion. They would be recording it as. Fact, chronicling what whatever their experience is, right? Right. I believe that that's the way I would perceive it. It's just it that makes it even more intense and crazy. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I think it's I think it's fascinating. I think it's certainly certainly interesting to read about and Mm -hmm. and try to understand like what what's going on, like what were they trying to say there? I don't know. It's, It's it's strange. Yeah, I certainly think that there are a lot of things we still have yet to uncover. You know and Hey, wouldn't that be cool? Well, <laughs> giants, I don't, I don't, Well, I don't know. Giants Not, not, not the way. At one not point. Well, I mean, as long as it. I mean, I don't know the way to describe them. I hope they don't exist now because I certainly don't want you know. You right. know, right? What if those guys you in know, like you the know, this, Greek mythology it, it, really went and fought it, it, giants? It, it's so it's so fun. It's so weird because like you're saying that, and I'm thinking like there there's this show, and I feel like it's an anime show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called Attack on Titan. Titan. Oh yeah, that one's yeah and and it's kind of like i mean it's like that it's like these giant beings mm-hmm. that like eat people and i mean i haven't really watched the show but i've seen yeah. enough of it to kind of know what's going on yeah, it's and these kind people of are, like, fight them right mm-hmm. the the show's about these giants that eat people and the the show actually centers around characters who are like trained how to fight them right. it's kind of a cool concept right yeah, yeah. I never got too deep into it, but I've, right. but I've seen but it, some but of it. But, you know, it kind of made me think of that. I was like, yeah. you know, that'd, that'd be kind of like what I would imagine, like, the Nephilim being, like, these giant, crazed humans monsters. that just saw us as, like, Literal food, monsters, right? right? Harvested us, and we, didn't, we were Savages. like, we gotta kill them, right? We gotta fight them. Speaking of, speaking of like, strange anime shows... Mm-hmm. They're not all strange. I, I've never, I've never really watched a lot of that stuff, but I've had a lot of friends that are really into it. Yeah, and some of it's pretty good. But I remember there was a few shows that I would see every once in a while that were very bizarre. Mm-hmm. And there was this one that kind of stuck out to me. And I, and I'm kidding you not. I believe it was named Bobo Bobo Bobo. Bobo. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. This not. I made up. You look it up. How many B's? How many uh, zeros? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh man, it, it is. I don't even know if I'm saying this right. Bobo Bobo dash. It's B O B O B O dash B O dash B O B O B O Bobo 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 Bo That was the name of that was the name of the, the name of this show. Okay, man. Um, I don't know a lot about it, but I remember watching it, and I remember like it was very, it was very odd because like the main character was this guy. And he had like his big blonde afro, okay. but he fought with like his nose hairs. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. This is this was this is how the show was. He fought. He had like his nose hairs that would shoot out, and he would fight people <laughs> with them. I mean, I, it's what it was, and it was called bubble bubble Bobo. Bubble, how, many, whatever. how many seasons Bubble, did it last? I mean, I don't know. I didn't watch all of it, but I remember would, they would watch it. Some, when I'd be with my buddies, they would come on sometimes. And they yeah. would watch it, and I just thought it was really. You know, I wasn't familiar. I was like, man, this is kind of <laughs> this, this is a little strange. You know, I was like, but I was mesmerized at the same time. I was like, what am I? What is going on here? Yeah, this is some kind of feverish dream I'm watching here. <laughs> and it has other like it has other like unusual Sweet. characters. It has a guy that looks like a blue Gumby. <laughs> Like a what now? Like a blue, a blue Gumby, Gumbi. you know <laughs> Gumby the like the little the yeah. little green like square box guy. It's got like a, yeah. it's got like a little blue version of him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> then I had some guy that looked like a round orange Sonic character, like a like a like a, like a an orange Man. Sonic Sun That's character. Weird. And then it even had like a guy that had like a like he had the poopy mochi head. <laughs> it was pink. Was it an Adult Swim show? It, uh, I don't know. I don't know that it was on Adult Swim oh, but I don't know. It was just this some reason when I was thinking back when when it got me on to anime and mm-hmm. wasn't thinking about like the other show, I started thinking about this one. I was like, Man, I was like that was a, that was a trip. That was a strange strange experience. Bo 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 bo. Fighting with nose hairs. I'd see that live action. Yeah. I'd do they it. You could join the Avengers. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, so you were talking about you were talking about game controllers for kids. Oh, yeah. What were, what did you mean by that? No, I thought I I think I had a million dollar idea for a toy. Really? Yeah. Tell me about it. So so me and my me and my daughter, we play we kind of like play our games together. Mm-hmm. Like while I'm playing my Xbox cuz I, you know, I I like I like to play video games. I love gaming. Yeah. But while I'm playing my Xbox, she she wants to play with me too. I've got a little controller for her, but you know, you, you kind of know it when they're, when they're young enough, you can keep it in them plugged and let them think they're Oh, playing. they don't, they don't know any better. Right. right, right, oh. right. <laughs> but like a lot of times, yeah. what I do is I'll tell her, I'll say, Hey, hit the green button. And you know, she knows her colors well enough to where she knows to do that. When she does that, I mimic her action so she can see the response. Right. Her pressing the matches button up right? on, the, on the screen. Right. Which is how a video game works. You press a button. Yeah. And, and anyways, um, So I was thinking, what if they had a kid's toy that had, like, the light-up buttons? You would Bluetooth the toy to your Xbox PlayStation controller. Yeah. And whenever you pressed a button, their button would light up, too. So they could, like, kind of mimic it and kind of understand how to learn... It would teach them so how to play it, video it, it would, games. It would, it would also be kind of like other light-up toys. It would teach them, like, reflexes and stuff. Because right. they'd be looking at the lights, trying to move with it. Yeah. And then they would start to have the coordination between matching their eyes to what they're hitting with their hands. Right. Isn't that fascinating, too, like, what's happening when you're playing games? Like, it tells you a little bit more thinking about it in that way. Mm-hmm right i think about what's happening like when you and i play games say for example when we're online talking to each other yeah we're literally having a full blown conversation we're engaged in the conversation we're thinking about what we're talking about at the same time reflexes are hitting buttons and things are happening on the screen we're we're literally solving problems mm-hmm. almost like muscle memory it's kind of it's kind of crazy isn't it yeah it's really weird yet i can't multitask <laughs> i can well i can do it there i guess yeah i can have a conversation and play games but I I, I can't remember well see that would be the only problem with my toy is is if she learns how to how to do it better than I do uh oh so then I would have to pay close attention to and start she, mimicking learns, her. she learns Well, it would definitely be bad for, like, hey, we'll fighting. swap controllers. <laughs> hey, hey it, would, it would be really bad for, like, fighting games, right? Because right. she would literally oh, learn all your moves. I'm She would learn all your moves, oh, and then she would no. know how to counteract all of them, right? She's like, no. oh, I know what he does all the time. Right. I, I've she's literally ready to use I've a real really controller played fight me. him through matches, so now I just know what he's going to do, and I just uh, do it the opposite. It could be... It's a million I dollar idea. My it's a million. <laughs> I know it's a million I dollar my idea, own but it could ruin gaming forever for it you. Could. Like, now you just master. Everybody's just mastering each other's moves now. It's, it's one just, of the fun parts about being, you know, the parent. You always get to, you know, beat them at video games. You know, it's like Mario. Like when you when you look you revising your old games, you so always like, dominate them at it. <laughs> <laughs> so when life beats be- part of that's, so when life it's a like, ritual, it just happens. when life beats you down all day, you can come home and. I mean, you eventually let them win, but you know you get in a few yeah. when you're playing Mario Kart. You know you you throw in a you throw some Smackdown rounds. Yeah, you should, life isn't fair. Get over it. <laughs> 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 <wah- no, I know you're not like, like that. My torpedo shell, loser. <laughs> yeah, loser cry. No, I'm just kidding. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. So the other day, I was watching a show, and it was uh, one of the paranormal true. You know, people tell their uh, paranormal experiences. I can't remember what it was yeah. called. And I was thinking about did it have uh, the actors like replay the sequences? Yeah. Hey, actually, this the this one this one actually had the real people <laughs> replay their accounts. Oh, it was really? kind of cool. Yeah. I was wow. Like, they have to relive their trauma. <laughs> wow. In a studio, so I'm sure it's not as bad. <laughs> yeah, they might... Yeah. Maybe oh, their maybe man. their actions were like it's like it's authentic. But sir, they're like freaking out right now. It's authentic. Let it happen. Oh, it was an real. It was it was a it was a, an, a film ah, school graduate on their first project. Again, they, wanted all, they wanted authenticity. <laughs> so, anyways, it got me thinking back to some of my my many his paranormal experiences. Uh uh-huh, Yeah. But um, there was one in particular that I remember, and it stood out to me because I was not the only witness of it. There were other people in the room with me. Mm-hmm. But I remember this was at. Um, set our dad's house Mm -hmm. upstairs. There was a my room was at the end of the hallway, there's a big hallway upstairs, and my room was at the very end of the hallway. Yeah, and I remember it was late one night, and I think I'd had a sleepover. And two of my buddies were over, and you were gone somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so they were sleeping in your bed, and I slept in my bed Mm -hmm. because your bed can hold two people, mine was only big enough for one. And I remember at some point in the night. We were talking and it, the lights were off. Mm-hmm. We were just talking to each other. And then we saw this light kind of appear like on the wall. It looked like it, it at first, it almost, it, the way I described it is, it almost like like somebody f- shining a flashlight in the window on the wall. That's what uh-huh. it looked like. But this is on a second story. Mm-hmm. And as we got to looking at it, it was actually like three dimensional. It wasn't like up against the wall, it actually had like mass to it. And it was sort of like this ball of light. How big? How big uh, was it? It was probably, I mean, you get probably like the like my the size of my hand. So like a little bit, uh, like almost like, like a, a softball. Almost like a softball. Yeah, almost about the size, maybe just a little bit smaller. Probably like a baseball. Okay. Not necessarily a softball, a baseball, about that size. And it All was right. just kind of like, Like I don't want to say it was an orb, but it was just like this light, like this ball of light. Mm-hmm. And it almost looked like it had a little bit of static to it. And it was moving across, like, the walls beside my bed, and it was moving across that area, and actually floated out through the hallway. And it floated down the hallway, and it, like, disappeared once it got to the end of it. Did you... Did you get up and like follow it or I mean no, we were freaking out because my my buddies were looking at me like what is that? What they all they kept saying, like, what is it, what is it, what is it? and they were freaking out. They were like, what is it? What is it? <laughs> no and I didn't know. I was like, I, I don't know, I don't know. and I freaked I got out of my bed because it was near me and I was freaking Ooh. out, I didn't know what it was. So and i had to me I was a little more I'd had some weird experiences there before other right, things. Right, right. But this was kinda of, this is one of those rare things where I saw something like like something manifest in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, you know, later on when I talked about it to people, they kind of said that they thought, well, oh, you saw like an orb, you know. You've heard people talk about sometimes spirits, uh, sometimes supposedly spirits can manifest in like orbs or yeah, balls yeah, yeah. of energy. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different pictures of things like that. Yeah. So, so some people have theorized that and thought that maybe I saw mm-hmm. an orb. But then I've also heard a very bizarre theory that I hadn't heard before. Somebody mentioned to me, mm-hmm. and when I was talking about it, they said it was sort of unusual how bright it was and the staticiness about it. And they said, you know, they don't hear a lot of people talk about orbs necessarily looking like that. They're more kind of like kind of almost uh, transparent. Uh-huh. And I don't know that they often talk about electricity emanating from them, but this did. And they threw out the theory of something called ball lightning. Really? Have you ever heard of this? No. There's a. And it is a real anomaly. It is called ball lightning, and it is it's extremely rare. But it is literally like I don't I don't know. I mean, it's obviously some kind of electricity in the air. Uh-huh. It will actually create like you'll you can see like a ball of electricity float through the air for a period of time. Whoa. They actually. Theorize. Have you heard of the mystery of um, human combustion, where people just spontaneous spontan- combustion. I'm sorry, spontaneous combustion. Right, where people just like ignite into like flames. And they don't know like what happened. They they burn like they look like. It's like right. people like erupt into flames and burn to death out and, of nowhere. And some people theorize that it could be as a result of ball lightning. It could travel through, and if it goes through you, it like can like catch you on fire or whatever. Whoa. So I don't know. I don't know what I witnessed. I've never seen anything like it since then, and I never saw anything like that again in the house. Oh. So I don't know whether, you know, was it supernatural? Or was it some did I witness ball lightning somehow? Either way, it's fascinating and and it's one of those stories where, you know, I'm not the only person that saw it. So mm-hmm. even to this day, you know, my buddies can attest to that and say like they freaked them out. They don't, they still don't know what we saw. Wouldn't that be cool if you saw something that, this? you said yeah. it's super rare, right? What if only like a 100 people in all of our history of existence has seen something like that? You're you're in that group. I don't know. I mean, we made him be, a, uh, maybe we can create ball lightning. I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it was definitely, I mean, it shocked me. I mean, my yeah. experience, My reaction was like real, you know, fight or flight situation. Because like, I didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it was sort of this surreal experience I was having, you know, seeing it. I don't know. It's kind of scary because, I mean, I could have ignited in the flames, too, if, it, if I got do lights to it. Death it almost, bike hunt. spontaneous almost, combustion. That'd be a hell of a way to go. That's a weird thing to look up. Yeah. Ball lightning. Mm-hmm. Or orbs. I don't know. Is there a theory on what the... The spiritual side of the orbs would be. Is there a theory on what exactly they are? I don't know. I guess it's just sort of a way of of seeing a spirit manifest. I guess just another form of it, or inner, or I guess spiritual inner. I'm not really sure. I mean, I don't know that people know what orbs are. I wonder if anybody's got any information on that. Well, I have to. I have to look into that one a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe what some theories are of what that is, as far as it goes, of like in the ethereal realm. Absolutely. Well I guess we'll I guess we'll follow up next time then. Alright, man, until next time. Alright, everybody, stay true, stay real, stay righteous.